Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey guys, welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host broadcasting from sunny California. When I'm not behind the mic, I buy multifamily properties with investors who partner with me on my deals. And speaking of investments, we have a great opportunity right now. You can passively invest in Element 41, a beautiful 494 units in Marietta, Georgia, just right outside Atlanta. It's a value-add Class B asset and a very conservative investment. And this is, of course, open to accredited investors only. And a quick disclaimer, this is not an offer to sell securities. I'm not a registered investment advisor, and you should always consult with your lawyer, CPA, or investment advisor before making any decisions to invest in real estate or anything else, actually. All right, so today I want to talk about what I am personally investing in these days. And I get this question from investors, from colleagues, from friends, you know, things are changing. The world is different. And some of you are interested in what I'm personally investing in. So of course, as a sponsor, I am investing passively in each and every one of my deals. But maybe we'll start from the beginning. So for those of you who don't know what I do, I'm basically a syndicator. I invest in multifamily properties, which means that my team at Blue Lake is finding the deals. We're underwriting a lot of deals, finding them, negotiate with the sellers. Then we put the financing in place, which means that I'm personally signing on the loan. I'm guaranteeing the loans. And then we bring it to investors and we say, hey, we just signed an agreement with a seller. It's a great deal. And we open up the funding round. So we're allowing investors to invest with us passively. And so that's the syndication itself. And after we raise the money, we close the round and we complete the transaction. And then basically for three to five years, we're actually at Blue Lake managing the assets. So investors don't need to take care of the asset. They don't need to talk to any of the tenants or the higher property management company. We do all of it for investors. And then we pay them every month. We send the distributions and also emails with kind of updates every month of what's going on with the property. So I want to start first and foremost and talk about what I do not invest in. I can tell you that as a real estate investor, I feel less comfortable with investing in the stock market. The main reason is that throughout the years, Yes, it has provided very nice returns to some investors, but in my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, but it's a bit too volatile for me. There are too many ups and downs. The likelihood of losing my initial investment is not very low, and I don't like that high risk. 
And also what I don't like about the stock market is that it's a bit too dependent on people's perception. If people look at Tesla, for instance, and you probably heard recently what they've done with splitting their shares so investors can buy a portion of a share and that increase the valuation of the company. And if nothing significantly is changing when it comes to new technologies, to increasing capacity of basically manufacturing more cars, then the valuation of the company shouldn't increase just because they made it more affordable for others to purchase. And that would create the fluctuation recently. So that's what I don't like about the stock market. It's something that I, I don't really have control over. I don't fully, I can't really look at a deal and say, okay, the numbers make sense or they don't make sense. There's so many things that are out of my reach when it comes to understanding, you know, the CEO or the chairman of a certain company I invest in can say something really silly on social media or be perceived as racist or anything like that. And the shares, the value is just going to drop overnight. And I don't like those swings, those huge swings. And that's why I prefer to stay mainly in real estate. I do have a little bit in the stock market, but I really prefer to invest elsewhere. And before I go into real estate and tell you what I invest in, both as a passive investor and as a syndicator, I want to talk a little bit about another element of investing that is part of my portfolio, and it's actually startups. So my husband and I actually invest in startups through VCs and also independent of VCs. And I like to focus on startups that are kind of relevant to the new world. So startups that are focused on wellness, which is huge today, especially during and after COVID, people are going to be more focused on wellness because they're going to understand that if they are healthier in general, they can protect themselves from the next pandemic or any other illness that is going to come and basically be a risk. And so I think the pandemic really shed light on the importance of wellness. And I think startups that are focused on wellness can do very well. Also startups that are making, basically creating technology that has anything to do with remote working, with engagement of employees that are working remotely. And of course, startups that are you know related to medical these are kind of the type of startups that i find very attractive and and very interesting and of course you also have a lot of startups that are creating basically technologies in real estate which is a much easier for me to understand as a real estate investor so that's another portion of my portfolio i basically invest in startups as an angel investor and then lastly, of course, real estate. So when it comes to real estate, obviously, you know, as a sponsor, as a syndicator, I love multifamily. I love value add. You know, multifamily is something that I can understand. I was a tenant before. I understand how tenants think and what they need and how I can basically differentiate my assets from other assets. So it's very, very easy for me to understand real estate and specifically multifamily. And I invest passively with other sponsors as well, with really big sponsors as a passive investor in their multifamily assets to diversify. I'm also very interested in self-storage and industrial, which I think will have an increased demand moving forward. The one thing that I have noticed recently is that self-storage returns used to be, you know, 12, 24 months ago used to be higher 
to the multifamily, and now they're around the same return. We're talking about 13, 15, 16% IRR. I see the same returns from self-storage. Industrial may be higher depending on the portfolio and the market, but these are also other areas in real estate that I'm interested in just for sake of diversification. Now, when it comes to, you know, not everything in real estate is something that is interesting to me. So we have other asset classes like retail and office that I'm less interested. Development can be challenging. So on one hand, if you start development now, then by the time you're going to be done with the building, it's going to be, you know, two, three years. And hopefully we're going to be in a different part of the cycle where we're actually coming out of the downturn and basically demand is increasing and unemployment is decreasing and we're in a better position to actually enjoy the returns of a development deal. However, I also noticed that some development deals have returns that are very similar in terms of the IRR at least to multifamily. So if there's a development deal that offers 14 or 15% IRR, I prefer to go with a 14% IRR multifamily deal that is already built, that is already cash flowing from day one. So my risk is a lot lower than investing in development. And I'm okay not having any immediate cash flow in the first year or two, but it has to come with a higher return because the risk is higher. So the return has to be higher. And so I'm not against at all when it comes to development, but it's just the reward needs to be there. In some of the development deals I'm seeing right now, I still see returns that are very similar to multifamily. So why take the risk? I prefer to go with something that is already cash flow and it's already built. That's how I see it at least. So I used to be a lawyer before I became a real estate investor. And so that kind of shaped my perception of real estate and investments. So I'm seeking investments that are less risky than I would say 99% of investments. So do I miss some investments along the way? Probably. But then by the time that I actually find something that I feel comfortable with, then, you know, I'm willing to put my money in that investment. And that's what draws me into any real estate deal that I'm taking on as a syndicator, when I know it's really, really conservative. The last thing I wanted to say is that I really enjoy the tax benefits of multifamily. It's something that I don't have when I'm investing in startups. It's something that I don't have when I'm investing in a stock market. And tax benefits can be huge. So for instance, and I don't want to bore you. I know tax is not the most interesting thing, but when you don't pay tax on your income, then it becomes really interesting. And so what we do and many other sponsors do also with their multifamily investments, they do something called cost segregation. And cost segregation is very simple. You basically hire a company, they go, they visit the property and they break down the different parts of the property. So basically, instead of depreciating the entire investment over 27 and a half years, you can do all that in a much shorter period of time. So for instance, we had a deal in Atlanta. So everyone who's invested, let's say $100,000 within a few months, because it was right around October, they got a K-1, which is the tax form, with depreciation that was 
almost 75% of their initial investment. And usually it's 50 to maybe 75%. And so every dollar they received that year was tax-free because on paper, they had high losses, but it's not really a loss. It's depreciation. It's not a dollar that they've lost. And whatever they didn't use that year, they can roll it over and use it to lower their taxable income from this investment and from any other passive investment. And so this is something that is so huge that I just don't have it in other types of investments. And that one makes me, you know, super excited about multifamily because the building is there, it's cash flowing, it's conservative. And in addition, I pay little to no tax, which is very, very attractive to me. So today was kind of a shorter episode, but that's basically what I'm investing in, you know, stock market, startups, and real estate. And that's how I diversify. And as I mentioned, I really like real estate because of the tax benefits, because I can understand it better. I have more control over, you know, the asset and I can look at the numbers and it's easier for me to see, you know, to answer the question, does it make sense? Is this a good deal or not? And I hope that, you know, just exploring those options with you and sharing what I like to invest in, that will give you a little bit more of an understanding of all the options that are out there and why some forms of investments are better or more interesting than others. And I will finish with that. I hope that that gave you a little bit of value today. And I know these times are a little bit challenging for some of us more than others. So I hope everything is okay, that you're safe and sound and healthy. And that's it for today. Be bold, be great, and keep moving forward. And I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.